Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, This is Fresh Batch. I'm Michelle Collins. It's our very first show of 2018. Can you believe that we made it here? I mean, really, when you think about it, what a miracle that we can all listen to this podcast together uh, as one. And um, I'm so excited about this episode of Fresh Batch. It features two dear friends of mine who are also the funniest people and have the funniest podcasts, Ben Mandelker and Laura Schoenhals. And uh, we did record this a couple of weeks ago, back when I was in Los Angeles. But that being said, it is our very first episode. I'm so proud to give this to you uh, here in 2018. All right, let's just cut to the chase. Here we go, people. Here it is, the episode. Thanks for listening. All right, let's all take a sip of our smart waters. Get those (laughs) electrolytes flowing. It's a brand new episode of Fresh Batch. I'm your host, as always, Michelle Collins. And you may notice I'm feeling I'm sounding loose. I'm feeling loose. It's because my guests today are not just too... Very funny, successful podcasters in their own right. They're also dear friends. And so I feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. And joining me is, to my right, Ben Mandelker of Watch What Crappens podcast fame. 
Hi. Hi, Ben. <laughs> and then to his right is the host of Sexy Unique Podcast, otherwise known as SUP. I would say the foremost Vanderpump Rules podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I would say so as well. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. You yeah. must. She yeah. must. She, she has no other choice but to. Yeah. It's Lara Schoenhalls. How did I say no. it? No. Lara Marie Schoenhalls. It was close enough. Yeah, it's fine. It was, I forgive it. The Lara is the biggest part that I just need people to get right and everything else. Wait, what do people, people normally perfect. say? Lara or something like La- that? Uh, like, Lara is, I, I'm actually okay with too, like, but I get a lot of Laura. Laura. Um, which is just well, no, a vowel that doesn't exist in my name. You're a Lara through and through, and yeah. I've known yeah. you Thank that you. way. So it's Shane Halls. Yeah, which is like an Oklahoma version of it should be like Shun Halls. Mm. Right, like a, a German. German. Yeah. Mm. It means beautiful neck. Oh my god! And by the way, and does she have one, folks? Uh, if you, know, you could only see it. Speaking of German last names, my German last name means uh, it means almonds. almonds? Girl, we got almonds. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. You yes. better put those almonds in your beautiful neck <laughs> and listen up. <laughs> you know what's funny is I had your last name what wrong. What does Collins mean? Well. I don't know because my Jewish family changed my last name. Mm. So it's an Irish name. I went to where we're from um, and I looked like none of my relatives because, again, there's no blood relation between me and any Collinses. My birth last name was Seek, C-I-K-K. Mm. Uh, and every people used to ask my dad, oh, did you shorten that from something? And he used to go, yeah, C-I-K-K-K-K-K-K. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a great joke. But um, <laughs> but we don't know what, because it, like, it's supposed to be sick. Oh, God. Right. Sick in Hungarian. I don't know. I don't think it has a meaning. It's a terrible last name. That's why we changed it. Right. Sheik. It could mean. It could be Sheik. It's kind Can of you imagine? Sheik, say love Michelle Sheik would have been a really good... Last name. Yeah. yeah. But a very like like nineteen eighty nine house music, like you you would have had like a band like Lisa Lisa Cold Jam would be like Michelle Seek. Like, like you know. one <laughs> one eyeshadowed eye and one naked eye. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You'd have like one club song hair. that played on the radio, like big you, hair and like a hideous neck. I wonder how you say <laughs> ugly neck in German. We should look that up. Nick, will you Google that? Nick is our uh, producer like here. Halls or something. Yeah, it's like Flugen Halls. I'm like, oh my god, I'm Mishy Flugy Halls. <laughs> I've got that hideous neck. Neck. That's gonna be my new. It's got that bad neck. Who's gonna like the girl with that bad neck? Bad necks are no joke. That mm. having an ugly neck is no fun. It's no. a thing that happens. I feel like a lot more to women than men. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I know is, that men's yeah. skin gets there eventually. We all get there eventually. Yeah. But I feel like it's far more pronounced um, of a problem. I would say that there are a lot of men with bad necks, but I feel like women are judged more for their necks than exactly. men are. So they're, this men sort of get a free pass. Well, listen, Mitch McConnell is no prize, and his neck <laughs> he has hangs a problem. Down, yes, like it is truly fully pelicaning at this yes. point, and he's just putting <laughs> he's just putting. More and more like tax fake tax scam tax bills. Fish, yes. Yeah, tax fish is a good name for tax our show fish. on MTV. Um, maybe he's trying to save up money that he saves in taxes to fix his floppy neck. Yeah, the jowls. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker got a real floppy neck. It's real. It's, and it's like not even jowls. It's like one big uni jowl, right? Mm-hmm. It's like yes. a pelican. It's like a big like basket of flesh. It truly is. Well, it's funny because I also feel like women are lucky in a sense because when they do get the bad neck, they can cover. Cover it with a scarf. Yeah. A la Candace Bergen. If you know, go back <laughs> mm-hmm. to old episodes of Murphy Brown. She's uh. very scarfed up. Very, yeah. um, Star- scarf Darren forward. Aronofsky, yeah. like bringing that energy. 
And yeah. I, I think that's a nice thing because what can men do? They can't really wear a dicky or like a turtleneck. Yeah. I mean, you a man, a man can wear a scarf, but it just invites a whole like level of scrutiny that most yeah. men are not ready for. Mm-hmm. That's really true. Yeah. <laughs> scrutiny on the bounty. Anyways, <laughs> one thing I love about Ben. No, what if this was a eulogy for Ben? <laughs> I remember really great times with Ben. <laughs> Rest You're in peace, it. Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Here to honor Ben's memory. You don't hear from him the rest of the podcast. Yeah. That I'm would like, be this is a wonderful life. I'm like, I'm right here. <laughs> um, you guys are like Bravo files. I would consider myself one too, but not to the level that you guys are at. You guys are at a new level though yeah. on your We're podcast. at a crazy You're level. You're at a crazy Watch level. Watch what yeah. crappens I truly admire because it's so much content and so much thoughts about Bravo. Uh, it it's is a, a lot. It's, it's a, a lot, lot. but yeah. it's fun. I mean, it's a thing that you can, if you love the shows, you can talk about them for hours. Like yeah. I can talk about Vanderpump Rules for like four hours a day. Exactly. Yeah. I, I actually firmly believe that. A lot of times I will end an episode of Watch a Crappens because we do five episodes a week which usually. Which is wild to me. Which is crazy. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be like, I cannot talk about Bravo anymore. This, I'm like, my brain is dead. And then I'll like go somewhere 30 minutes later and, and I'll be like talking about the exact same thing I just was talking about for an hour and it still feels fresh to me. Like I'm making the same points that I, like with the urgency of like someone has to hear me right now, you know? Well, that's like psychopathic. Yeah. I think it's great. <laughs> like watching, to avoid myself. Watching you talk about it, your neck veins flared up because yeah. you were so excited. I was like, oh my what God. Sort of, what sort of neck does that qualify me that's for? That's a big old thick neck. Oh, thick. Thick neck. You got that thick neck. Yeah. yeah, what's a thick neck translation? Nick. <laughs> Can you look that up? I actually really Dust do neck want to into thickens. I guarantee you it's gonna be funny as shit. This wait, hold on. I'm gonna go to Google Translate. By the way, Google Translate's app is beyond unbelievable. And if you hold it up, if you're in a foreign country and you just hold up the camera to like a menu in German, oh, it I will that. change it into English. Oh, like that um enhanced reality that they use for Pokemon. It better German. be like a real sexy okay, neck. Okay, here we go. So first what we have, like ugly neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would be <laughs> you'd be Lara Hoslehalls. <laughs> very good. That is good. Oh, because Shun Halls. Now I get it. Shun Halls. You. Yeah. yeah. Maybe gross neck. Let's see, maybe that'll be gross better. Gross neck. Yeah. A Lara gross neck is a really that sounds actually. <laughs> that actually like sounds like a name Jewish. in and of it itself. Like gross neck. Oh, this is good. Yeah. Lara Groberhals. Groberhals. <laughs> Very good. I like yeah. that. Groberhals is actually really a good one. It's yeah. a it's a strong, memorable name. Okay, yeah. I wanna see I wanna know Lara Thickneck, because I feel like <laughs> girl, you don't even want to know what I'm about to say. This is fucking hilarious. Say it. You'd be Lara Dicker knocking. <laughs> <laughs> I like dicker knocking. Yes. That is my oh porn my name, God. baby. Dicker knocking. knocking. <laughs> I'd be like, when you hear that dicker knocking, don't come a rocking. Wait a second. That's fucking dicker hilarious. Knock. Who yeah. would have thought? Who would have thought? If I venture into porn, which never say never. I was going to say, girl. It's, yeah. It's, Never say knocking. Yeah. Um, Dicker knocking is for sure. Dicker knocking. Sounds. By the way, I would buy like cookies from that company. I'd be like, oh my god, have you tried the Dicker knocking? Yeah. Pfeffer new thing. It's both Whole Foods. It's both scandalous and delicious. Yes. Oh, Ben's so great with this slogan. (laughs) Laura Dicker knocking. You're gonna be upset with me because here's the deal with me and Vanderpump Rules. Like I watch it. I, I'm gonna be very. I have. I have a reveal. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. I'm embarrassed. I think I already know what it is. 
Because I think you revealed it to me on my podcast, but go ahead. Hurt me again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Dick Renakin, like this is my show. Um, no, I only got into Vanderpump Rules maybe in the past two seasons. Like mm-hmm. I did not watch the early seasons. I couldn't get into it. I was like, they're wait- waiters. It just did not turn me on. I wasn't drawn to them. I Then I got into it two seasons ago, I think partially because of you. Yeah. I'm not probably for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did, and I loved Ariana and Tom, and I have a very funny Tom story. I'll tell it um, okay. at some point. But I got into it, so now I know the characters. I know, like, Katie's annoying and crazy. Kristen's a fucking lunatic. Maybe even three seasons, now that I'm thinking about it. Because yeah. I, I really feel like I know them quite well. James, everyone. But you yeah. never saw the first two seasons. No. Hmm. That's worth a revisit. Now that you're in and you, like... Because uh, you kind of need some glam in your life when you're watching a show like that, yeah. right? Yeah. So now that you're in and you're invested, yes. you can give yourself the gift of going back to yeah. season one and two. They're kind of iconic. So rich. See, now that I'm thinking about it, because I remember like when Jax got the bumps in his chest, I was watching that season. What mm. season number was that? That It's hard to say. He sort of always has like an ongoing issue with protein powder. Yes. Yeah. He got, I think he got a lump in two and then Stasi poured out all his supplements. Yes. I then maybe I did see too. You because I also saw when they were dating and and one of them got the tattoo. He did right. Oh oh, so you've seen that's, so that's two. season two. I'm yeah, sure. so I did yeah. watch Beginning season, season two. two when he's trying to yes, win got, Stassi back. So yes. then I I'm actually. I'm actually like living in a false reality. So I yes. did watch season two. You've quietly been watching I all along. I quietly am the yeah. number one super fan. But in the meantime, <laughs> so I was hosting um, an LOL show on E! called Daily Pop. And um, Stasi was a guest. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I had actually met her in Bethany once. R.I.P. Bethany's I mean, show. What, what a combo right there. Yeah. It was uh, me, Stasi, and um, I don't remember the other woman who like took over the segment and it was fine. She was really nice. Stasi was great when I met her. Very yeah. friendly. Mm-hmm. Funny, actually. And then she came on. So here's the thing that's terrible. Like, I feel like I've been half watching Vanderpump basically since the beginning. So she comes on and I'm like, I'll be fine. They had me lead the interview. I was like, I'll be great. And she's so cool. Like, it'll be fine. I got. Did you watch it? Uh, I watched some of it. I didn't watch what you were about to say, though. Well, I got so many facts wrong. Like, it literally was <laughs> full Jiminy Glick. It's live television. <laughs> I was like, um, so did you go to Brittany and Jax's wedding? And she was like, they're not married. And I said, oh, they're engaged. And she was like, no. It, but it was literally, and I was like, oh, what show are you on? Haha. <laughs> but meanwhile, I was like, furiously. Also, the show did, I'm going to just say this, they did nothing to prepare us. There was never a... Like, there was way, never a sit down yeah. saying, you know what I mean? So it was truly like SNL, no teleprompter. Like right. I chopped someone's head off. Like it was very much, I mean, I covered for it, but I think I can't wait to watch that. Cause I think that there were only, I saw just clips that were posted online. Oh no. Okay. I mean, they probably like burned it um, much like my Kesha <laughs> interview from years ago, which they never released. But um, yeah, it was embarrassing. But then she was funny about it. Like afterwards, yeah. she had a good personality. Yeah, she can roll with the punches yeah. actually pretty well. She's pretty good about you know being snarky and like she doesn't. I don't think that she takes herself at least in that regard too seriously. I think she takes herself seriously on the show, but with something like an interview, she's just like well, yeah, happy to be there. Come on, E. She's gonna be. She's not gonna be like a monster to you. Yeah. Well, she was also there. You know, she's we'll tell everyone why she was there. (laughs) Laura, you tell. Well, she's there to promote the newest season of Vanderpump Rules, which starts on Monday, but then also probably to do some damage control for her. Oh yeah, big podcast. She had a she had she had an issue. (laughs) Well, tell people what I'm sure she wouldn't love us talking about it because clearly, like the crisis PR people came to her rescue. But 
Well, tell I don't you know better than me what happened. Um, she just released a podcast episode where she and this other woman, Jennifer Hoffner, who co-founded Pucker and Pout, Katie's website about beauty they had a long <laughs> i like co-founded as if it's like an established yeah. like part of like the Jeff internet what, like, like a huge company yeah <laughs> it's like she pressed like install on wordpress yeah <laughs> a squarespace <laughs> <laughs> thank you she venmoed someone to design their squarespace yeah. for them and therefore co-founded pucker and pout and so she and jen had this whole conversation where they basically gave their cold takes on the me too movement and which was like all very critical and kind of ignorant and misinformed and it just came off like incredibly badly right and it's and this is like not the first time stassi has really stepped in it on her podcast she had a really bad oscars so white situation Did she? yeah what was that i actually don't know about that she, she was i mean <laughs> you probably know the details better than i do but she basically was like like if i remember correctly it was it was kind of like why is everyone like if you want to make a if you want to make a, a like a if you want to be represented like make a black movie or something like that if, she right? was, no she just was like really mad that moonlight won and not la la land because la la land oh was her favorite oh. movie and she hated moonlight but she hadn't seen moonlight so she oh did the same God. thing with the me too thing where she was like i've never been sexually assaulted and i've never known i don't know anyone that has but like here are my deep thoughts about this like sure. whole thing that i know nothing about and i've probably like lightly googled one right. thing and then decided to like give my takes and it's just like just don't like, why do you need to talk? You don't need to talk about it. I like, it. by the way, that my interpretation of what she did on that podcast is exactly what she did about yeah. Moonlight. I was like, yeah, well, she talked about how, like, black people need to make more movies. It's like, actually, it was not that at all. I know, but mom, like, <laughs> I don't know what's true anymore. No, and she was like, why does everyone care so much about black lives matter? Why can't they just care yeah. about, like, Asian lives? And not, she, and said yeah, that, she said that. She said, yeah, oh, it was bad. It was very, to, like, quote her. So we'll it was, like, sheltered white lady yeah. talk, you know? But not even with, like, a, it's not, like, Fun. It doesn't come across as like a funny, like or snarky. Satirical. Yeah, it's just yeah. like misinformed. Uninf- you don't know what yeah, you're uninformed. About. Even. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've never one time listened to her podcast, but yeah, she came on for sure to talk about it. My whole thing is why. You know that the temperature that we're living in now is obviously very tense. Let's call it with most things. I guess yes, it's freedom of speech, but it's like one of those things, like with the Mayan Bialik article with the Me Too thing, where it's like. I mean, that Mayim thing was dark. Like, it was yeah. like, her, you know about a band where she was like a woman. And she was another one who was like, I've, I've never, never been. been and I'm, yeah, I'm right. like hard blank. But also. <laughs> and she's And kind of whenever you're tying something to or alluding to like, well, I don't dress that way or I don't live my life in a right. certain way. And that has something to do with it. It's right. just like if you do like basic research or if you're to go and like listen to people who have been through a sexual assault you realize that it has nothing to do with how you present yourself or how you dress Mm -hmm. or how you live your life like it happens to people and so it's just it's really difficult to hear people without any experience with something then kind of like trying to contextualize it and how it relates to them because it doesn't really relate to you in a way well also the idea of every woman in america dressing like maya bialik who's an orthodox (laughs) jew um just go to century 21 on like a tuesday afternoon and you tell me if you want to live in a world like that because i don't it is like not the it's just it's a very covered up society does she have the shaved head 
No, I don't think she's actually uh, like from, as they oh, say. That's, okay. Like that. I think that she's just, oh, she's yeah, just yeah, yeah. very conservative. Very, yeah. Like okay. modern orthodox. Like, okay. like soups. Like, like, My a, bad on that. like a Joe, what's his face? From, millionaire. Yeah, Joe Millionaire. <laughs> Whatever his name <laughs> was. The guy, the guy who ran for, who was uh, up for vice president. Oh, yeah. Oh, what's that guy's name? Joe. <laughs> so my Bialik is like him. <laughs> what's that guy's name? Joe. Biden? From no, Con- the no, little from Connecticut. one. From Connecticut. Oh, my God. Nate, can you look that up? Joe. <laughs> I hate not knowing. On, oh, no. on a podcast, I hate not knowing like a name oh. or something because people listen people and they're in their car the and they're name. hitting their dashboard yeah oh, no wait i'm gonna look it up orthodox sorry everyone Jew. i unleashed this on the podcast <laughs> i'm looking it up orthodox jew joe it's gonna upset us when you find joe. out joe joe just keep saying joe joe we should just call him orthodox joe let's be honest <laughs> oj yeah oh here we go <laughs> oh lieberman yes joe lieberman oj is funny too yeah OJ. O.J. Simpson, and then it's Orthodox Jew Simpson, would be a great Halloween <laughs> character. Side note, I ordered pizza for us. Is he here? No. I'd shit. I don't see him. I've not eaten all day. It's, what is it now, 3 o'clock, 3 or 9. Do I look thin? It's just from the morning. I'm asking. You're doing really well yeah. for a no eating. And I was up at like 7. I would be a lunatic. Actually, I'm fully lying. I did have sesame crackers at 8.30, but like maybe 10. I mean, that's not a meal. I like, had a McRiddle. Mm. I'm gonna be honest. You know Can we talk about McGriddles? Uh, absolutely. I, I will. Is that a sandwich or those are the griddle cakes? That's a thin person like a asking. For the both. record, Laura is very fit. I just yeah. want the world to know that. A little that bit of both. Anyone who says now the McGriddle—that's the sandwich. Like, get out of my house. Um, yeah, it's a sandwich. No, it's the one that came out. I, I have a lot of theories about it. Okay. Really, it's one theory. All right, we're about to throw down. I feel like I love junk food, and yeah. I have gotten since this trip to LA a Crunchwrap Supreme let's call it two and the fat girl I'm actually drilling now it's like Looney Tunes you both look like Crunchwraps to me right now I am I don't even starving know what a cr- that, now I, what's a Crunchwrap you don't know what Supreme? a Crunchwrap I know that's a Taco Bell Taco, Taco Bell. Bell oh you know I have a Taco Bell blind spot in my life I don't see Taco Bell either really no I was never are raised are you guys fucking crazy wait, right wait, now wait Nick do you eat Taco Bell I cannot be wait, here no, I have wait, to go listen I was not, there was no Taco Bells around me where I grew up. So I know I was never raised with like Taco Bell. I didn't have, don't have awareness of Taco Bell. And so I never really. I'm, I have to tell you something. I also, I too, I may have gone to Taco Bell here and there growing up. Hashtag me, me too. too. <laughs> That's terrible. Tell me your thoughts on Taco Bell and your experiences. <laughs> I'm like, wow. I mean, I never had a Taco Bell growing up, so I don't understand why you need a Taco Bell. <laughs> I <laughs> It's because I have an insatiable desire for their liquid piping hot cheese, which literally goes in like heroin. And it, it truly gives me when I watch intervention and I see people slumped <laughs> over in their garages after like <laughs> hitting the needle. I'm like, I'm in there because I have had I've bitten. I'm actually like I have so much to say about this in my brain. I'm literally like I'm like I'm like short fusing right now. Taco Bell is, I'm going to tell you right now, the only thing that I do get through, though, are crunch wraps. Sometimes they have like dollar wraps or whatever, but it's the perfect meal. It's the exact right amount of food. It's like you don't feel gross after Just it. Just one. Yeah. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's probably like 800 calories, but it is so fucking good. See, funny enough, I did not grow up around a McDonald's. Ah. We had them. Um, I'm from Miami, but I came from a Burger King family, oh, which well, I, I realize yeah, well, is controversial. That is- well, you know, well, I love a Burger King situation. Oh, I mean, rings. Odd women out here. You like McDonald's better than Burger King? Yeah. I mean, I like well, I was, I was raised in a McDonald's family, so that was kind okay. of our go-to yeah. fast food. See, I, I like McDonald's more, brother, but, but Burger King has those onion rings. Yeah, I had a brother who preferred Burger King, so sometimes we would have to go to Burger King so he could get his cheeseburger. I have to but. say something that the Whoppers are 
and I haven't had one really in many years. I'm not just saying that. My memory of Whoppers are that they are like fucking delicious. They are. Your memory and stands actually, true. Um, so I used to be in a youth orchestra. Are we recording? <laughs> I was in a youth orchestra in Miami. And by the way, this entire conversation, I have ventriloquist dummy saliva lines coming out of my mouth <laughs> because I'm so hungry. Um, no, my, I was, <laughs> listen, my, um, I was in a youth orchestra. I played violin and we used to perform. We used to rehearse on Sundays at this church in downtown Miami on 666 Brickle. And yes, that was the address of this church. Anyways, it was a very beautiful church, but on the way back, my mom used to clip Burger King coupons. That's the kind of Jews we were. So we would have 99 cent Whopper coupons. Mm. This is how, you know, this is why I like have a weight problem. My parents used to get every member of our family two Whoppers mm. per person. Yeah. And we would eat them. And then we weren't really into the fries. I think we get like one for the bag, but like we weren't, I didn't also get like a large fry with that. That being said, that's not healthy. No. And um, well, when you're a kid, it's. Well, I was like a teenager, but that's also my parents. When I was a teenager, I, when I go to McDonald's, I would get a Big Mac and a double cheeseburger. Yeah. So I've been Laura, there. Laura, what was your order? I'd go hard. I would get, uh, I liked a quarter pounder with cheese meal, double quarter pounder. Yeah, that's mm. delicious. Cheese. Yeah. No, but so anyways, long story short is that then coming to LA, I got, I mean, Taco Bell became my world. And so that's my thing. Now I have gone with you to McDonald's. Were you in the car? Yes. <laughs> there was a time. <laughs> Wait, this is actually honestly a great story. You Wait, no, I don't it. think I'm telling the story. I just remember uh, mine wasn't Wait. like a story. There was a time when when we went to a Burger King, the Burger King on La Brea, Sunset Which La Brea. Is, by the way, the worst fucking Burger King, and oh, I we, hope that the execs are listening. It was it was a bad one, but we sat in the parking lot and ate in, in like my car, and it was like raining out, and it was like heaven. so delicious. It was like heaven, and it was like just a. Like, obviously, it stayed with me because it was such a wonderful well, experience. Well, I have blocked that moment, so I'm glad that you brought that up, though. Yeah. Because it's like, let the world know. I love to eat in a car. I don't like to I go love a eat. A, I love oh, a I eat don't fast like food eating in, a in car. the car. I don't. Oh, I feel, I like thing. having a table. That The middle console, you put the sauces yeah, all over. It's, 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 it's precarious. I just spilled all my condiments at um, Top Rounds last week. I don't I'm even like, know I'm what that is. Top Rounds is like this delicious roast beef place Ugh, on Olympic. I don't do that. You know we're Top Rounds. I've never been there with you. I've, you've been there before. And I yes. always say, what's Top Rounds? Because yes. I don't okay, eat like right. roast beef. Right. I too don't. I don't do a roast Wait, so what was our right McDonald's now. story? Then? But I appreciate. I love, live your truth. <laughs> yeah. Have you been to Arby's, Laura? <laughs> I have. I used to get Arby's is really great. into Arby's in high school. Oh, see. Because they had these Arby's. like really fresh sandwiches. I was never like a ro- they were, like roast beef sandwich girl, but they had like a farm fresh sandwich. Yeah. And so I got really into those. That Arby's is really. I never like went to Arby's ever. And then uh, in like 2006, I was working at Buna Murray in the Valley. And, you know, when you're in the Valley, you sort of like you can you pretty much eat what's what you can, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, to Scorpion, <laughs> scavenge. Yeah, it's like scavenge. in the desert. It's a hunter-gatherer society. Like, this was like up in Van Nuys and it was like Arby's or like Boston, uh, Boston Market. Delicious. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I love Boston Market. It was a really nice. Saltiest chicken this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> but it's juicy. So I really would go to juicy. Arby's and that horsey sauce. I mean, the best. I fucking hate Arby's. Um, I also love a Wendy's. I want to throw a Wendy's out there. I do not like Wendy's. Oh, I love Wendy's. I can fuck with Wendy's. I'll fuck with Wendy's all I day, girl. I, yeah. I, I don't fuck with Wendy's. When I lived in Budapest, when I studied abroad, there was a Wendy's and... <laughs> listen. Culture. Culture. In case you're wondering if Michelle has cultured the answers, yes. <laughs> 
there was a Wendy's that was the only place I could fully order in Hungarian. And I used to see her walking to work because I lived really close to it. Like the girl who played Wendy, they had a woman in a wig who used to go there and she would be like stomping in in her like red yarn pigtails and her like striped tights and she would be stomping. And I used to cry laughing. But then I would go in and I could never get the order right because they had delicious salads. I'm going to do it in Hungarian. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Oh my god, I hope people who speak Hungarian are listening, other than my parents. Ready? Oh, see all hot vods, cause I'm um in Kerek, it's chirke shalota, ish, it's cave, ish tay. So I just got a chicken salad with coffee and milk. <laughs> wow. But it was like I really did it the accent, I think, very authentically, yeah. but um I could never get I had the most delicious dressing that I again, like that fucking Taco Bell cheese. I wanted to mm. mainline. Like it was right. so good, and they would never give me an extra. I used to have to like they wouldn't even like if you asked and they could charge you for it. No, and I they love to pay for an extra sauce. Yeah. Like at Pret a Manger, I do that often. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. And and by the way, for people who go to Burger King, everyone should know if you're getting the onion rings, you have to ask for that zesty dipping sauce. Speaking of requesting oh, sauces, I hate that. Oh, zesty I love sauce. the zesty sauce. I mean, we could talk about this Wait, for now, days. What's question about, <laughs> I have a question though. So, what's what? the issue with the McGriddle? Going back to that. Oh yes, thank you so much. The McGriddle issue for me is that they're awful, and like, um, and I love, <laughs> I love an egg. I, like, I am so right now. I always tell people my Starbucks order. I've changed my order now. I'm really into the steak wraps there, which are like <gasps> really. You're off of the little sous vide bites. I mean, I'm still on them, but. Have you had the steak wrap? No, but it oh, freaks me out. I haven't. Out. I'm very much of like the the ham and Swiss brioche bun situation. Oh, I've never gotten that. <sighs> or spinach feta wrap. I can really. That's good. That's yeah. good. It's pretty good. And Try the ham and Swiss. It's on a brioche. I'm a ham girl and I hate Swiss. Their sausage, egg, and cheese version of their McMuffin at Starbucks. It's good too. No, yeah, it's fine. It's good. It's it is okay. Good. I'm it's a good. bacon gouda girl. I do the CV bites, but the steak wrap, try it. It's Try it for lunch because it's like I'm. By the way, again, try it for lunch. Full map. They they need to send me a check. I'm fuming that um, Starbucks doesn't pay me. McGriddle. Yes. The the so basically, Mitalari. It's like the bread is really a pancake mm-hmm. and it has syrup embedded inside the pancake. It is some. It's so it, fuck. The syrup's in the sandwich. Like the syrup is in. It's chips. in the bread. It's like in the bread. Like it's dipped in syrup, or you no, bite no, no. It it's like it's, it's like they took a needle and they were like they like. So, so it squeezes out a, like a but little not bit. Like it's first not go- set of these capsules, let's call it, that they yeah. bake within this thing. Yeah, imagine like a pancake, like a, like a little like a little thicker. Yeah, that has embedded like little like, like chocolate whoa. chips, like chocolate chips, but it's like syrup. But I have to tell you something. That's it's wild. Delicious. It's horrible. No, it's delicious. It sticks to your teeth. It, it tastes so fake, and I I clearly don't have an issue with like artificial things. Right. Mm-hmm. It to me the taste, and then what I end up doing, it's way too sweet. What I ended up having to do is then separate. I, by the way, I've only done this twice because <laughs> fool me once. And then I was like, I want to try it again because I feel like I could like it. Then I have to remove the griddle things and then I eat the egg separately, which, by the way, also came from like a machine like yeah. no chicken laid yeah. it, you know. Yeah. And then I have to like convince myself to like pull apart the McGriddle part. It's really bad. I, so no. counterpoint, uh, I think they come down from heaven. Uh, mm-hmm. oh. I am not even someone who one thing I don't like is when you go to like a diner and you got like your if you get like one of those eggs and like pink French toast, whatever. I don't like when the syrup gets on the eggs. I think that's gross. Generally, yeah. I do not like syrup with eggs, mm-hmm. but they have like masterminded in some way where I think it's like the perfect balance of like sweet and savory. I, but I only do the, um, the sausage egg and cheese McGriddle, which may make a difference. Cause you know, you can just do like a, like an, like an egg McGriddle or an egg and bacon, like those different combinations. Mm. I'm also extremely anti-American cheese. Mm. So that, cre- that's I don't another, love it. You know, I've actually started to welcome back American cheese in Ooh, specific areas. The cheddar. Loved. Well, well, cheddar is great. You know what they used to call us? The cheddar girls. 
I'm feeling very left out of this cheddar bonding moment. I mean, you don't I, like cheddar? No, I love cheddar. Oh my god, who doesn't like cheddar? No, tweet at me if great. you don't like cheddar. Truly, cheddar's I, great. I'm I will just get no tweet. I'm just saying. Do you like cheddar? I'm, I feel like I'm just I'm rediscovering certain places where American cheese actually really sings. Like in a mac and cheese. Yikes! It it actually it's works. Like eating plastic. Sticking to your teeth, you know, you get that weird gunk on your teeth. But when teeth. it's melty, Ooh. like a grilled cheese with American cheese is kind of... It's really not for me. Wow. Laura, well. let's take it back to your childhood. We... What? No. I just really wanted to say <laughs> I was, like, ready to tell you. Wait, where are you from again? I'm from Oklahoma City. Oh, you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And when did you move to LA? I moved to LA in 2008. But I lived in Chicago prior to that for college, so... Where'd you go to school? Columbia College. Oh, Chicago. yeah. Oh, that's where Andy Richter went, right? Oh, was it? I think so. Love that. Who's the most famous alum you know of? Kanye West went there and oh, he wow. dropped out and then made his album College Dropout, oh. which was about his short time. Wow. That it. really one ups the Andy Richter reference, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> and it's like, try Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he like, it's like when Jake Schoenhall went to Columbia University and he was there for the first year and everyone was like, so excited because he was like this celeb. Mm-hmm. Side note, also, my freshman year is when they shot Black and White, which is that James Toback mm-hmm. movie where he like assaulted people. And Ugh. I was like, and my friend dated a PA in that movie. It was just, it was a really great time in my life. We felt so Hollywood. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, a movie shooting here. And then I met Robert Downey Jr., who I do feel has a sordidness to him still. Mm-hmm. And I base it strictly on sh- goatee shape. Yes. Um, it's yes. Too it's too carved. It's too carved. And I don't, I actually don't know if it's even real. I think they're. I think they're paste on. Oh, it I could really be a paste on. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hope that doesn't jeopardize that. my career in Hollywood by saying <laughs> that. But. Well, I am already never working again, so I have nothing to lose in this town. It's like truly, I'm already in everyone's shit list, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so getting back to the whole Bravo thing, because yeah. really, you guys, this is like my Bravo, yeah, evergreen Bravo episode. Yes, mm-hmm. you have had a lot of the people on your show. Yeah, has have well, all of them been on? Almost all of them, but that's when it was a different podcast because it originally started, my podcast started as Pumped Podcast, and then last year there was a split, and I started Sexy Unique Podcast, and I think my ex-podcasting partners went on to start a podcast as well. Oh, wow. So now there's even more rift. I love a rift. Yeah, yeah, it was a high drama time. It was so, like truly. Yeah, a- we. I've. I have never heard this famous episode where the shit went down, but our listeners will often talk about it. Mm-hmm. They will, because like honestly, I'm not trying to get involved in any sort of like other podcast dramas. Nor should you. Um, no. but I am, though. Like, I have no drama. On that. I would love you, a little like a little. If you go on to Reddit, if you go on to Reddit, they like like there will be some like on some of the Reddit um, pages, whatever the subreddits, whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll be sometimes they'll be talking about like watch your crap and like oh I also like you know this podcast and then they'll talk about your podcast like oh and then there's the fight and then they just go on this whole thing they all weigh in on whose side they were on they're ba- they're mainly on your Can side. You talk about it? Have you talked about it? Um, yeah, I've talked about it. I don't I don't really have anything like bad to say just aside from like it was it was just a crazy moment of like life imitating art because. The whole genesis of Pump Podcast, in my mind, was like, let's have really funny people on to talk about Vanderpump Rules because I know I can talk about it for hours and like pick it apart. And I wanted to do that with a guest each week. And then the cast started coming on. And then my co-podcasting partners became really good friends with the cast. And they all, the cast, uh, like Tom and Katie and Jackson and Brittany, moved into the same apartment building that they were living in. Oh, my God. That's crazy. That's crazy. Half the cast. 
Huh? Yeah. Yeah. And so then they were, it was like, they were like going out together and hanging out all the time. And it was just like, it created tension because if you're trying to watch that show and laugh at it and like kind of like roast them, yeah. if they were legitimately like good friends with them. So then they would be defending. And last season was tough because Katie acted like a monster the entire season. Mm-hmm. And you cannot watch it without commenting on that. Yeah. And so it was just difficult because I'm like trying to speak to that. And then it would be like, well, no, like blah, 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 blah. And then I'd talk, like, I love Lala. I've always like, I stand, very I've pro Lala. always oh, stand pro-Lala. for Lala. Very pro-Lala. And the big like moment of, this like super awkward fight, which you can still find. I'm like shameless plug on the SoundCloud page for really? Sex Unique Podcast. Yeah, all the podcast episodes are there if you like want to go back and relive old memories. So this fight that happened, it was like we were talking about Jackson Brittany's relationship, and I was just like, it's really weird, like to think that. Lala came forward and basically said, like, Jax tried to, like, fuck me. Like, he said all this shit to me, and no one believed her. Everyone, like, slut-shamed her. And then everyone just, like, pretended it never happened. So I was speaking to that. And then it turned into an argument where Craig was like, well, you always have Lala's back and, like, blah, blah, blah. And then it was, I was like, and by suddenly. By the way, and what's wrong with that? Yeah, I'm like, by the way, it she proudly. should have represented on your podcast. Lala yeah. deserves it. Yeah, yeah. and so. Yeah. And then it turned into an argument of, like, why do you always have Lala's back? Which is literally, like, something, like, Katie said on an episode. Like, we, I was, like, suddenly we were having an argument that the people on Vanderpump Rules have arguments about. And I was, yeah. like, this has gone – this is too meta. Like, we're all friends here. We're trying to, like, do the same thing and yeah. talk about – but it, it just was different. I had a, a vision for it. Of right. talking about the show and lolling, and they had a different vision. So yeah. now it's well, worked out you know, it's, great. What's very interesting about that is that, like, you know, our show obviously is also about Bravo, and we are finding ourselves in sort of tricky waters similar to that. Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, Ronnie and I have recently become friends with Tom and Ariana. Yeah, you know, like I, well, they're the best. They're, they're, they're the best. They're really, they're really awesome. But like, I've hung out with Stassi, um, and I've I've hung out with Kristen. And like, but we don't want to like lose our voice. Mm-hmm. And and Stassi was actually pretty cool in terms of she said like she's like I didn't want to really hang out with you because I was afraid that if you if we hung out that you would stop being mean to me. And you're so funny when you're mean to us. And I don't want you to stop being funny. That's a brilliant well, reverse psychology move. <laughs> it is for someone who's like wink wink who has you know? truly no sense of humor about herself in the in like when I because. There was an episode of Pumped where Stassi, Kristen, and Katie all came on oh and God. then, like, took me to task for things that I had said about them on the podcast. And it was so awkward. But, of course, I am I was like, you know, I'm sorry you that what I said offended you and, like, I'll work on being better about that. But then I'm like, why am I? You have to say no, that. No, it was crazy. And then Craig and Beth are sitting there, too, like – like what like, like nodding along like, like I need to apologize and I was like this is insane that I'm in this position and truly I think that they deal those three especially on the show they're misogynists at the end of the day and they don't like I don't think they liked the fact that like a funny woman is like talking shit about them right and I think that it's way more palatable for you and Ronnie to As do it guys. yeah because you're gay guys and you're hysterical you know, and, and that's it's not a threat to like yeah. who you are and like your image of yourself I was gonna say like gay guys for some reason, gay guys can get away with saying snarky right. thing, and people yeah. are like you guys are hilarious, which on the is like fucked up because like we shouldn't be 
like yeah, you should you should hate us treatment. just as much yeah exactly you know but yeah. it's also kind of like it's if you really think about it, if you want to like really like go academically parse. about it it's about if you want to parse it out there's like something almost condescending about it yes. like it doesn't matter Total, really what oh, they yeah. say i don't personally care because i like having that buffer you know i actually disagree i don't think it's condescending i think it's more that the stereotype of a gay man is that they're funny and so they can take it more in stride where it's like oh that's their role like they're there to be exactly. the, the jesters yes which I wouldn't, is, which is where it's. That's what I'm saying. That's like. Well, yeah, that's I'm looking, in, like looking the, at you like as less than people, I guess, and just more as yeah. characters. Yes, I, I don't. I just mean, mean I don't like they're silly, it. anyways. Like yeah. whatever. I don't and personally take it that way. I, feel I actually like it's love a being objectified. Yeah. yeah, yeah, honestly. No, I mean, I think that it's great, but I also, and I really saw this as the podcast was sort of like, like imploding on itself in the last like few episodes. Mm-hmm. I was just like, these people have gotten too close, and they really like they cannot handle like I don't say I'm not coming for them in a mean way or like trying to bully them or anything like I'm literally just watching a show and commenting on what I see happen on TV in a show like Mm -hmm. that's it and so but as I kind of flew too close to the sun Mm. so to speak I just saw that like they truly have no sense of humor about anything that I was saying and I became like an enemy that needed to be like shut down and Mm. like stopped but isn't that kind of like an honor isn't that like the, it, the, like, it was it a like takedown to have, to have stassi Kristen, and katie like join forces as like the voltron of mean girls of, <laughs> yes. of, of like sir to come and they they direct their rage at you instead mm-hmm. of lala or sheena i think that's like an honor it was it actually, wild oh, oh my god it's here oh god one here. second the pizza's Hi. here i'm very excited well, that was a quick break. I don't even know where we ended. Let me tell you what happened so the people listening understand. I hadn't eaten. We, we talked about it. I ordered pizza for us, which was a whole other from a place called Cheech's Pizza. It's near yeah. the Airbnb. And so the delivery guy was here. That's when I got up. He was hot. Hot. Yeah. I hot. had a, I had an obstructed view and it was still he was still hot. No, he was very he was too handsome. He had like a nose ring. He looked like reality show handsome. You know what I mean? Where I was like, what's your angle? Like, it can't just be bringing pizzas. Like, Mm -hmm. something else must be going on. But in the meantime, I want you to notice the difference in my energy levels post-pizza versus pre. I am back. I feel a new woman. And weirdly, I wasn't even hungry before. I just felt off. And having now... um, Fed the beast, so to speak. (laughs) I actually still feel hungry. You know that Mm -hmm. feeling where now it's like... Oh, I like... Awoke my in. belly. Yeah, now and it's I'm like, like even hung- Yeah, you're even hungrier than you yes, were before. Yeah, that yeah. happens to me all the time. What is that? You broke the seal. I know. Yeah, exactly. It's like Pandora's box. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I feel crazed. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> the pizza wasn't even good, but if you really want to see a hot delivery guy, very lover boy, actually. Yeah. Cheech's Pizza. Yeah, Check I think it it's worth ordering from, from them again just to see that delivery guy. Also, oh, great nuggets, I must say. We great also got some nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. Really good. I was a+. happy with my, my, my with the pizza, but the crusts. The crust was soft. It was just a mush. All right. Um, kids, what a great episode. Can you imagine if I end on that? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for coming here. <laughs> no, we were talking about the um, the difficulty, I guess, in recapping yeah. shows on podcasts or whatever, and then having to meet the people. And I've actually talked about that because when I did After Paradise, mm, and really even yeah. on any show where they bring in celebrity guests, like with Stasi on this e-show. Yeah. Like, I like that you call her Stasi instead of what? Stasi. Yeah. You've always had a fun pronunciation with <laughs> Vanderbump rules, cast members names. Like who else? Like I say Jackass. Sh- <laughs> no, I, I think maybe it was Shayna. You say, I say Shayna. Yeah. Instead of Sheena. Sheena. <laughs> yeah. I'm remembering now. 
Yeah. Lusa. But I like it. I Lusa. say Shayna and I say I say Kristen. Who else is on that fucking show? I'm Lala. Stasi. I say Stasi, yeah. Instead of Stasi. Stasi take is hard to say. Stasi rolls off the tongue. Like Anyways, well, I edit that whole thing out. I don't like to be criticized in my home. <laughs> um, anyways, no, but when I hosted After Paradise, it was tough because, you know, the thing that makes Bachelor so much fun is like tweeting about it. It's like a little community yeah. of people, comedians, whatever. And it's probably one of the most fun shows to live tweet, I would say, really, of any of them. And obviously, being funny about these people, you're going to be negative about them and say a lot of shit. And it's like none of it means anything. It's not. Right. Honestly, almost everyone I've met who's been on the show has been really nice and and yeah. even after knowing that I've talked shit about them, they come through in like a good way. I would mm-hmm. say like 90% to 95. Um, but it's uncomfortable. You know, you have to like, it sucks because you have to walk that line of like, I want to still be funny and real about this, like a viewer. But also if you're going to work in a professional way, you can't go up and like, cause I, I certainly would not want people doing it about me. Cause you know, yep. I'm a cancer with Libra moon and I'm very sensitive. And like <laughs> if somebody, and I already know, like if somebody were to rip me apart and then I have to go be nice, and it depends on how much money I'm making, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think that's that's what's hard about it, too, is that, you know, we always say on our show that we are just trying to recapture that feeling of watching Bravo with your friend, you know, and you watch it at right. home and you make these jokes to your friend and it's like, it's basically like the microphone is on while you're making the jokes. And these people go on to reality TV and they make fools themselves and, and sometimes it's intentional and a lot of times it's intentional. They act crazy. And we always say, look, we know that a lot of these people are like pretty nice. Every time we've met someone, they've always been generally like very nice. Yeah. And that it's just we're just reacting to what we've been that's being presented to us, that's being edited and like packaged to us. And that's what we're reacting to. And it's really nothing personal. But at the same time, I mean, if someone's like that person is a miserable like piece of shit mm. who like is terrible to women and probably like kicks dogs and you're saying this and and then you're hearing that about yourself. I mean, how do you say, well, it's okay because they're really only reacting to what they see on TV and not the real me. It's fine. So I get that weird. It is tension. by the way, the real them. Like it's, I mean, I was having that a lot of like the drama of what you see on the show is very similar to the drama that goes on in their day to day lives. Mm-hmm. So it's like, do you, and in my personal experience, my daily drama meter was much higher when they were more involved in my life than it was when they weren't involved in like coming on the show. I know. And I didn't like that either. So it was like, it all worked out for the best to just like cut off. Cause I would, I would really rather talk about the show with other people that love it as much as I do and just want to talk about like go so deep into it. And it protects you by doing that. Let's talk a little bit about housewives because I feel like we've, Sort of a lot to cover. I started watching Dallas. Yes. Do you watch Dallas, Laura? Dallas. I've tuned in like on and off. Leanne Locken is a princess and a queen. I really she love her. Amazing. I, yeah. So I feel like the last time we hung out when you were last in LA, you were just starting to be like, okay, I've got to start watching Dallas because everyone's talking about it. And now I'm in. You're in. And you. Well, it's like how, you know, it's funny. You also started me on what's that Southern charm. And I always <laughs> was anti Southern charm because I hate like Southern white people like that, like a lot. Yeah. And. Mm. Harry Aberp, edit that out. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, but what's the, the hot guy with the big teeth? Shep. Ugh, yeah. And so Shep is in all these. You watch it? Uh, yeah, I kind of fell off last season because I was like, truly Catherine and Thomas's relationship became too dark for it's me. Very it's very creepy. I totally dark. agree. It was sad. But I, I saw like, Shep in like a promo and I was like, 
oh my god my friend i remember being i like <laughs> forgot, i like forgot i was like yes i love that person like my instinct was like oh yay that guy and I was like, oh, my God, no. Like, it's like a Southern charm wormed its way. And he's the only one on it that I like. But I really was very furious at you for having I'm sorry. brought them into my I life. I wasn't even trying to get you into Southern charm. Yes, you really were. No, no, no. Oh, my God. No, no, no. That's actually a full I mean, No, I mean, I said you it was were like, like You will love it. Let's watch it. And you made me sit and watch no, it. No, I made you watch it because I had to watch it for the podcast. How dare you? You said. <laughs> no, I said. Well, I mean, I probably did say like, yeah, yeah you would like it because it's it's like it, it somehow just like takes over your life in a weird way but i wasn't like trying to do the hard sell like i wasn't trying to be like every day like you have to start watching you have to start watching it it was that you were in town and i was like i have to watch southern charm from a podcast and take notes yeah so if i'm gonna come over tonight i have to watch that if that's cool you're like it's fine it's cool don't worry about (laughs) it it's not a great show but i will watch it i do love that show though and his big stupid fucking chiclet teeth i mean they are not from this planet they look like truly Mm. they fell off Onto like the Mars rover, it's the only and, like, one with a mouth like that. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen like it. Kind it's of is like, like a ventriloquist. Early dummy. onset yes. yeah. yeah. It's like past veneers. <laughs> it's like what's the opposite of near far? They're <laughs> 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 Are you really gonna watch dumb. Relationship? Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, I think I have to. Shep has a spinoff show? Yes. It's premiering on, on Monday. Monday after Vanderpump Rules. Guys, this it's makes it rela- official. I'm cutting out Southern Charm <laughs> and I'm living that relationship <laughs> life. I did not know. That's it's where the like, promo came up. You know, it shows me I don't pay attention. I literally, it's like, <laughs> I, that's why I don't know who's married. I'm like, there he is. Like a child. Relationship. Oh, I'll watch it. What is it? It's like it's, his version of The Bachelor. What? <laughs> No. Yeah. He, but it's like, I, from what I gather from the promos, he's sort of like traveling the country to find a lady for himself. And like, uh, Cam no one in. called me. And you know that I would have been here so fast because he's so big. He's like a big, dumb dick. I love it. But that. he had a big problematic moment last season. What was it? Didn't he like make out with someone in a forceful way? Yeah, I didn't he's watch- actually, if anything, he's like a little lucky that that happened like pre Harvey Weinstein. Well, I, fe- I feel that way about a lot of things, by the way. I'm like, well, it's like PH and BH. Yeah, he got exactly. his behavior in right under the gun. That's right. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> he really did. Before people were like actually caring about Before women. Before it would actually like make a huge difference. Yeah. He made so he, out with a girl forcefully. I don't remember no, that. No, so he basically, um, do you remember Chelsea? He basically cornered <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> he basically, like Chelsea was with Austin and, yeah. uh, but, but Shep had been low key pursuing Chelsea and he I got drunk that, and yes. then like made a move on her in the back alley. And she was like, no, but here's a question. This is actually like a, and he like, made out with her anyways. No, no, he was just like, he was be like, like, you know, you want it or something like that. Yeah, you know, I, d- I like didn't it see not, it. Wasn't, it wasn't I didn't see the episode, so I oh, can't boys. super speak to Stassi it. But I know. part two. <laughs> Sitting here with us. Yeah. Well, Stassi Dickernecker or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like, listen, Dickernecker. Laura Dickernecker, whatever the fuck your name means in German, you're not going to come on my podcast <laughs> and make up lies about Ignorant Shep. Ignorant okay? lies about Shep. Well, I, I do have a question, though. Because, and, I, and I actually, because I'm, I'm curious about this. Like, what is the line in terms of, like, Shep? Gets drunk mm-hmm. and he makes a pass at Chelsea, which is like obviously a violation of Broco because Austin is dating Chelsea, and it's like, but <gasps> um, like, where's the line? But if, if it's just like a bad, a bad pass, making a bad pass at someone, like, well, I feel like grabs her and makes out with her after. If he grabs her, that's bad. Yeah, grab it, and especially grab. if she's like no, and then a grab and a kiss happens. Which is, I think after what happened, no. right? I think that's I think, what happened. Yeah, that's why it was like a little. Like, really it was just. A, I know he had an iffy moment. So well, just the cameras around, by the way. The cameras did not, but either either the cameras 
um, did not get it or they chose not to put it on the air. Oh, so you only spoke that, about it? I think that Bravo cut some stuff out because I think that they did that with the Jackson Britney show too. Because there are these moments where it'd be like after like it just cut to a black screen and it'd be like they'd then it would the next day they'd be talking about this huge fight that they had in a bar but there was no footage of any of these fights that they were talking which is about. weird because on housewives they go out of their way to get every to single get every moment. which are the best moments yeah the, right. um, night vision camera on the van when they were in ireland yeah that is like one of the funniest <laughs> moments that... of all time and when they were in the store and the push happened yeah they had audio of that i mean in that yeah. actually it was almost better than seeing it well, because yeah. it was like, like yeah i i, th- I don't think they like dark fights where like Bravo could be op- like could suddenly be exposed legally, for legally yeah. right like they don't like for instance this is to go way back a few years ago remember that like all the Manzos and like Teresa and all them went to the Dominican Republic and they got into a fight with some people on like the cast trip and they like People went to jail. People were sued. No, it was a whole thing, and it was never put on the air. They had a brawl. They had a brawl in the Dominican Republic. (laughs) An inter-show brawl, or with strangers who were strangers. (gasps) Wow, I did not know. It was like Albie and Chris Manzo. All of them. Of course, they got it. it, They got into like a fight with like someone. I think like Teresa threw like water at someone. It's this whole thing. Wow. By the way, I. It is amazing that I have not ever been involved in a brawl. (laughs) <laughs> it's actually a miracle. I, I mean that. And like, spit through times, knock on wood. But like, you know that. Yeah. Like, I'm, Ben, you've been with me. I, I love to like call people out when they do <laughs> dumb or terrible shit. Yeah. I love it. I love. You like confrontation. Yeah, but not physical. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I, was... I don't, I actually don't like confrontation. For like, I love physical confrontation. It's like my thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't like see confrontation. You, like, throwing a glass, though. You're no. not that No, type. no, of not course like not. Teresa. No, no, no. But I'm saying I don't like confrontation for no, no reason. No. Yeah. But I do find, yeah, like there are certain times. You're right. Where I feel like if I'm being pushed or something, or if yeah, you will yeah, speak your mind. You would I'd actually make a great reality star because when you get when you when your buttons get pushed, you don't shy away from saying what's on your mind. Oh, I really mm-hmm. go there. You will you will go there. It's like you you should be like a Real Housewife of New York, like the poor uh, one. Could you imagine the fat one? What else think, would I be? Would you, the tall if, one. If they asked you to be a Real Housewife of New York, would you do it? I honestly don't think so because I don't think I think five years ago when Bethany was on and it was still like more reality based than yeah. now it was a good time to be on it but now it's like they they bring them in they chew them up they spin them out tinsley is an example like they just bring these they pe- break them down they break them down like it's not it seems like fun because oh yeah you get to go to like events and stuff but really i don't think it's a good the a there's no money in it that's a fact i mean they, most of them have their own money so it's like yeah. not a big right. problem but like <clears throat> yeah, it's not worth it. I'd rather go on Shark Tank. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're looking for exposure, <laughs> like, I don't know. I would rather like invent Especially something. Especially because the New York Housewives are so aggressive. Those personalities are so... It's and I lot. know some Huge. of them. And yeah. I know like Dorinda. I've met... Um, I've never met Luann. I really wish I had. I met her once. I could see you being like holding your own really well on that show, yeah. though. I feel like Thank your you. personality is they would understand as someone that cannot... I be I'm would, not, but yeah. the problem is, is I... I that is not the show for me because I don't have well, a yeah. place in the Hamptons. I'm not rich. I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. You need to have even Bethany when you she could was be like a poor season... was also like a size zero. Right. She had her company. You know what I mean? Like, what do I have? I go, I, you know, I have, podcast. I had a mouse in the apartment. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. Like, I don't like <laughs> podcast. You're right. My, the whole a podcast and was... you make them all come to your like 
shows. Oh, but there's nothing worse than Bravo. No, they're like, let's go see like, stand up. Like, yeah. Comedy. Any comedian. And like, oh my God. T- anytime that comedy happens on Bravo, like intentionally, yeah. it never goes. Hey, my well. final improv class coming up. You ladies should come. And it yeah. just cuts to. Yeah, hey, me being I, like, Mister over here, <laughs> like bad cockney. <laughs> I think maybe like one of the low points of Bravo was when there was that issue with um, Kristen and Rachel doing a, a comedy bit, and then there was like a dick, and then it was oh, like, yeah, oh, that's that. Jax's dick, and and then and Brittany was like, Upset. I can't believe they showed Jax's dick. That's private to me. And I was like, that dick. I think I feel I mean, like it's been around everywhere. Like, no one has not seen that dick. It's what tour guides hold up when they lead the tours around LACMA. I've <laughs> it's seen that dick. His dick on a stick. Yeah. They're like, Prince <laughs> Jackson's. They're like, and here we have the um, Roy Lichtenstein from Nick Google. What? No, I like making Nick Google things. By the way, he's done nothing. He's literally sat there yeah, and ate there. some pizza. Just thinking about when he's going to unscrew his thermostat. He just next. likes making noise with his cup. <laughs> that's it. No, he's fine. That's our producer. He's very nice. Um. Anyways, you no know, houses of Dallas were great. Um. I cannot stomach. Uh. I, again, I know no names. I actually think that I have. Is there like a psychological disease where like aphasia? I truly cannot remember names of anyone. It's no, actually it's called, upsetting. Yeah, it happens to me. I think it's just called just getting older, mm-hmm. being lazy. I don't know because yeah. like I watch Ninety Day Fiance and I'm still like, what's that one's name? Like yeah. I watched it. It's like my Bible, and I don't know yeah. anyone's name. Same with Bachelor. I'm always like, Nikki? Like, I don't know who they are. But who's the one um, with the B? The B? The one who has tiny little eyes, red hair. Oh, um, oh. oh Brandy. Oh, I cannot I stomach Brandy. I, I, I agree. I, last season, she was like sort of funny. But this season, she's just... I find her to be very passive aggressive. And oh. I think that she's played everyone against each other. And, and like, cause I obviously like Leanne is like Leanne. She's yeah. like instantly iconic. And her husband, actually a friend of mine ran in. Oh, I'm going to pull up something funny. My friend who lives in Texas texted me this <laughs> yesterday. She ran into Perry Aberp. Leave that one in. <laughs> no, she ran. First of all, I didn't know that Leanne's husband wore a patch. His eye went bad this year. Yeah. He, at the beginning of the like, season. I was like, who is that? They were like. At the beginning of the season, she was like, yeah, like um, Rich's eye. Like it like spontaneously, like something happened. My friend Claudia Castillo, who I used to work with at VH1, there she is. But look, she ran into, uh, what's this woman's name? The mother. D. Oh my D. God. Yeah, because uh, uh, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper did their little thing at oh. all the Real House of Dallas. Because they were in Dallas. They all came. And that would have been. So amazing. D, I'm obsessed with D. D, look how good she looks. She looks, she's, she's 76. She looks no, amazing. She really, I mean, but the she work. also looks crazy, like scary. Is that Leanne's I, mom? I That's, have to uh, really, mom. I have to disagree okay. that she looks scary. I think she looks really beyond stunning. Like when you are no, that age like, and you get work you done. Be, you could be scary. You could be stunning and scary. Like I feel like I would be afraid of her. Let me see mm. it again. She it's reminds, a little bit of a reptilian look. Well, she just reminds me of my mom. So both of you are dead to me. <laughs> but no, because the level of glam is very high here. Yes, the yes. hair is very similar to my mother. Like, it's just, it's. A, I love it. I yeah. Love um, yeah. I thought that Dallas. Isn't it so exciting whenever there's like a season that's just so good? Whether it's Vanderpump Rules or Dallas. But what's or, been good lately? Because maybe Dallas was amazing. This Dallas season. was kind of good. Dallas was good. I was entertained when I was when yeah. I tuned in. I mean, Dallas was good. Like, Orange OC, County was. OC was rock. <laughs> it was dark. I like it when it. I like it when things go really off the dark deep end. When the plate was thrown at the bar, I've never connected more with the moment. That was amazing. I thought this. I was it's like, oh my fucking plate. That was like it's such an amazing so scene. And then like the rest of the season, just sort of like was like, wah, wah. I was like, wait a second. I, I, you know, we, we had the scene where Shannon fought with Lydia at that party, and I was like, this is amazing. And then we yeah. had the quiet woman scene, and I was like, this is amazing. And then the rest of the season just sort of was like. 
Although I will say dressing up in drag and man drag. <laughs> and to, to this day, maybe, you know what? I'm having a moment yeah, right yeah. now with you people. You people. <laughs> that the highlight of my year in TV was Lydia dressed up like Charlie Chaplin. There's nothing funnier to me. One of the most past aggressive drag costumes of all time. What, the producers, <laughs> the biggest foam middle finger you can create. Did you see what she looked no, like? No, I don't oh know this. God. They Was that when OC she was, Housewives? Yeah, OC. Oh, I was, see. Because I like... I only... I only have time for Vanderpump, truly. Oh, so, yeah. and I don't bit have cable. Bit of a cable. brag. Bit of yeah. a brag. No, and I don't have cable. So, whenever I watch, I'm usually going over to Ryan's house, and I'll just oh, watch whatever's yeah. on. Wait, I'm yeah. finding it for you now. Hold on. I. But it's kind I of mean, nice to check in in that way because then yeah. I don't get like this. Bravo. Yeah, oh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lydia's Charlie Not- Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> So, or no, it's like she's like, is she Chaplin? I looked, she's supposed like, to Chaplin. They don't even like give her the, the full mustache. The mustache isn't right. Wait, look <laughs> the at The hat this. is oversized. Her, I mean, nothing no, makes. The outfit is nothing short of one of the <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's <laughs> outfit. It's, truly it's like absurdism. Shrunken head Beetlejuice guy. It's like. She looks. I did a side by side of her and the Beetlejuice Why guy. is she so broad? The hat is so big. The jacket. It's like, it's so. And also, this is. And the funniest thing is she gets upset. It's like outside of like, art. Like the drag is like not in the Bible, so she leaves. But like watching her leave in this costume was this is one of my favorite TV moments of the year. I'll Bow tie is crooked. Uh, Bravo's doing a really good job lately of like forcing people to dress up because they yeah. know like it keeps things spicy. Like there was yeah. that clip of season like the first episode of this season of Vanderpump Rules where everyone's in these like ornate like yes. face masks and stuff, and it's just everything's better when you're dressed well, up. Well, it's like um, well, what's it's like a few seasons ago on Orange County, like maybe five years ago when there was like a huge fight at some sort of bunko party where there's like an 80s theme bunko oh party, my God. and Vicky was yelling at Gretchen, and they always cut back to it, and Vicky has her hair. Are so big, <laughs> fully 80s, and it's always making me like, ah! you know, you're like, oh my god, this that is a- fight. Which, by the way, poor Vicky, poor Vicky, though, because that's before Vicky. Vicky looks great now. Vicky had well, something she, done, her plastic surgery is on point. Oh, well, Vicky is with asterisk, which was it looked great last season, but this season something has gone awry with Vicky. I disagree. I think she still looks very good. If you go back to early seasons, yes. she had bad skin, like blah blah blah, but she was still. Yeah, pre-surgery. Pre-shaming It was, it was actually Slade. when Slade, who's a piece of shit, called yeah. him his piggy, which is not nice. That yes, was a fucked up obnoxious. thing. He, no, he is a... He's a, he's a very obnoxious guy. He's a... But by the way, that's very hurtful. And like, of course, but then they cut to her and I mean, she literally looks exactly like I was thinking. I'm like, oh my God. Like, it's just... Yeah, it was... It's like an LOL dick moment on Bravo's part, but also very funny. Vicky is one of my favorite Bravo celebrities of all time. I agree. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people want want her to be gone. Which well, I don't I think, think they, they should. Did a whole, I think they need to bring Gina back. I think they should bring Heather Dubrow back. I know this is shocking to say this. I like Heather. It's not so much that I like her. I just feel like she brings a certain balance to the show. Like she's she could, some seasons she's like fine, and some seasons she's just so hateable. But she, she brings, brings class. She brings something that was missing. I will say that she brings true wealth. Yes. That in a way that these other women, I mean, they're all wealthy, clearly, but I mean, Heather's wealth, and I also fucking love Terry. I mean, mm-hmm. I am in love with Terry. And her house, I mean, the constant, what was great about her was she constantly flashed her wealth to these other wealthy women. But again, there's like different levels yeah. and everything. And just watching them eat shit as they like walk through her house that was literally the size of a megaplex, like yes. New Jersey ski facility. I mean, it was just crazy humongous. 
was a good moment. Like there's goodness yeah. there compared yeah. to like Tamra's little like like housing development. You know, like you know, three bedroom something or another. You know, this yeah. is like a cookie cutter house in the mm-hmm. cul-de-sac. And now Shannon. Well, what about let's talk divorce because yeah. you know that for those who listen, my mother, who is our housewives expert on Fresh Batch, yeah, um, she's in love with David Bedore, mm-hmm. who's uh- Shannon's <laughs> now ex. And my mother absolutely cannot stomach Shannon. So there's an example of someone I'm afraid to meet. Like if Shannon, my mother is so mean about Shannon that if, and I have never really said a terrible thing about Shannon, but mom goes in. If I ever met Shannon, I would like curl into a ball and I've roll out. I've always loved Shannon. I, I love her. I've really. loved her. I've always loved her. So she actually came on to our show. We did a live show back in September. Oh yeah. She made a surprise appearance because uh, we had Jeff Lewis on wow. and Jeff is like besties with, with Shannon. So he brought her. And we didn't even realize it at the time, but Jeff kind of like hit an Easter egg in that show where that like alluded to the fact that Shannon and David were separating. Oh, really? Yeah. And if you go back, I I actually have not gone back, but our listeners have posted, posted the effect that he basically says it on stage and, but he did it in such a sly way that it seemed like it was just a big joke. I don't know. He he just like made some, what's like, just like a joke, like, oh, you guys are separating. But like, I think it was like, ah, ha, 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 ha. But it was actually like. It was something mm-hmm. like that. Friends of mine were in Hawaii during this last vacation they took and texting me being like, Shannon and David are at the gym. I was like, no, this was like two months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, tell me everything. She goes, Shannon was on the treadmill. She was yelling at David. I was like, no, of course she was yelling at David because he's abused there. I mean, he's an asshole, but also. Yeah, I, I feel like he has like done like a total mind fuck on that woman. I, I, I mean, like, I get short, the sense like that she's like. Getting the shit end of the stick in that well, relationship. Well, now I mean, they probably, got hot, she probably, well, and like he's working out a lot. I'm sorry, that's like not. Listen, it's not just that she gained weight. It's like then also while she's gaining weight, her husband got fucking hot as shit. So that's got to be like think about it. It's yeah. like literally the two stars moving in opposite directions. So yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, listen, any relationship that goes sour is never just one person's fault. But I Thank feel you, like ben. he probably. We like old <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> but I mean. You know, he has done a number on her. I mean, he cheated on her, you know, which is yeah, mortifying. But, I mean, and how many relationships? I'm going to be honest. Yeah, fine. And I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's obviously not. But if they have problems, they've been married for a long, long time. A lot of marriages have infidelity. They don't necessarily end. And on top of that, like, she was annoying. I'm sorry. Shannon was very annoying with him. When you saw him with her, it was not fun to watch it I assume it was not fun to be in it but I, I guess what I was just trying to say was that like who knows what like the chicken or the egg right because like maybe she was sort of neurotic and everything because think so? there was infidelity and she's like then there's that thing of like I want to trust him but I can't and if I show that I don't trust him then he's gonna get mad and I just want to play it cool but I can't play it cool because this is on my mind and I can't get it and it's like this whole like yeah. especially someone like her crazy who is with you saying quote that. unquote <laughs> reactive you know it's like I I feel like he's she, I mean, obviously she is like, probably it takes a lot to be married to her, ben. but I think that he is really like, he probably, like you said, gave her the shit end of this. He seems the, like a the, dirt bag a little bit. The hot stick. Well, I'm going to continue my <laughs> life. Very pro Dave. And I'm sorry he didn't bring us our pizza today and maybe you guys would have paid attention to him. <laughs> he looks great. He looks better than he ever has. He really does look good though. Yeah. Yeah. But he's, I'm always surprised by how high his voice is. It's like David Beckham <laughs> where it's like, you see this guy and he's like, yeah, you want to get pizza for dinner? And I'm like, oh God, that's your voice. I feel like David never is like sincere when he's talking. I feel mm. like he is thinking something else always yeah. like he doesn't like talk normally he's yeah like, even when he was like talking to Deco, he's like so your wife has cancer that's no good and you're like i feel like you're not talking to him like what what's on your mind david bedore 
Owen Deco and Peggy. Yeah, Peggy was. Peggy, uh, I mean, yeah. I can't even remember which one that was. Don't, it's not even. Don't worth even. It. Yeah, Peggy let's was not. One of the biggest. And she was in a lot of. The, she was in the middle of a lot of the shit this season, but she was really. She did not come at people head on in a way that you need to to be yeah. a good housewife. Let's talk Below Deck. Yes. Because I have to say, do you watch Below Deck, Laura? I haven't, but it is like Vanderpump Under the Sea. And I know yes. I would really like it. Like, <laughs> it's, I, I think it's I've better seen, than Vanderpump. I've seen one episode and I was like, this speaks to my right. soul. I prefer it. I much prefer it to Vanderpump, actually, because there's the added character of the guests. Yes. Who ha- play a big part on the episodes mm-hmm. versus you know, on Sir or whatever, like, or Vanderpump, you're not really paying yeah. attention to who's, like, ordering steak, you know? Um, love the Captain. Yeah, Captain Lee is great. I think what's good about Below Deck is that it's probably the most consistent show on Bravo in terms of pretty much every episode is is going to be a certain level of of, of goodness. You know, it's always, it's always, like, really good. Yeah. And sometimes it's, like, awesome, but it's always really good. Every season and I think of both versions Mediterranean and regular one. Oh, Mediterranean is she Mediterranean beyond what, what which great, one yeah. uh, Ben the British chef yes. he's on regular blow deck right not anymore not not this he, yeah but he did do the first season of uh, Mediterranean and then who came on as the chef after him Adam was well Adam oh, was on Adam. Mediterranean Dude. oh I fucking hated Adam yeah, yeah. Ugh. and then and then he this was like was very Matt. rapey with some of the girls there very, like okay. very aggressive and, and childish and awful right now the guy is now but Matt this guy Matt this guy he's like nice but he like can't like cook Matt literally chops up a beet <laughs> puts some vinegar on he's like you can take that out yeah he literally he's horrible yeah every single episode he makes a salad he's <laughs> handsome but his personality is so dumb yeah. that i can't even look past it like i cannot yeah. that's the worst I, he's just so it taints his whole face yeah. yeah i feel like this season maybe the casting was not amazing like i think bruno's like nice he's handsome but he's like he's whatever nothing on the show i yeah. think brianna is like a whatever she's easily hateable why is that She's just she's a little cocky. She's a little smug. That's yeah. what it is. Very smug. Then Do have, they cast different is the cast different each season of Below Deck? They, Depending. Yeah. Like Kate, who's the head steward. What do we yeah, the head's the first stew. First stew. Um, you would love her. She's, she's hilarious. very funny and very real and like just she's Quick. the voice of reason, like yes. on the show. She's us, basically. Okay. Yeah. Um and like really gives talking to to the other yes. girls because they're but I have to say that I do think Jen gets fucked over a lot on the show she does uh, work she, hard she's annoying as shit and I'm sure I would she works hard but I feel like they feel really like put her through the ringer though like Kate really dislikes her and it's yeah I mean Kate definitely plays favorites but I feel like she plays favorites with good reason she she looks at situations like okay this girl is a lazy piece of shit and so she's no longer my favorite and therefore I'm going to brutalize her for the rest of the season which is not necessarily fair but it's really entertaining to watch <laughs> it is good TV I like yeah and then what about that we thought she was going to make out with Kyle, the bisexual dad? Uh, <laughs> the, the Scottish guy or whatever. The oh, Kyle? What, yeah, oh, Kyle. Yeah, Kyle. <laughs> See, now I know the names. It never happens. Kyle is like, I mean, I think he, he's really entertaining. Uh, this, he's kind of cute, too. He's tall. He Like, most recently, he flipped out this girl, Jen, because she dipped um, her fork in his gravy. I had a little thing of gravy. He got up and left the table. It was not even for laughs. It was like yeah. he did not eat. He was like, I found a disgusting. I'm not doing that. <laughs> right. That was really good. What sort of bird? I love that. What sort of bird sticks her fork in? I'm really into madness. And you're like. That, that ruined how good I was. Wait, See, I like, had a good accent. 
What? She just put her fork tips into his. She drink. was like, she "Mind like, if I dipped. try?" And she like dipped her fork in just like that, like a nothing. Like, Who puts their fork? No, I'm doing a bad. Who puts their fork in the in the gravy on a boat? It goes immediately to Jamaican. And she should watch where she dips her fry. Don't put it in my gravy. That was back to English. Okay. It's confusing. Yeah. No, the thing, the reason why, the reason why Below Deck always works is like classic reality show trope. They are like stuck together for an entire season, and that's at sea. Yeah, and, that's and the they're only, hot. Yeah, most of them are hot. Most of them are hot. Yeah, and it's that's what like, about the crazy horse faced one though, with big teeth, Bruno, <laughs> the girl, no, the oh. one who the other. Who the other deckhand? No, what's the bosun? Oh, I'm getting it bosun. now. Remember that guy DJ, who came oh, in the douchey Baker, kind of one, Baker Baker, Baker. Baker. She says everything twice. She's like, all right. She's Matthew yeah. McConaughey. <laughs> she literally everything. She'd be like, well, you know, we're gonna have some nugget, bugget. Like she rhymes yeah. everything. It's crazy. Yes. It's so Amazing. annoying. Um, she uh, looks like she just put off ten fingers into a toaster. Like her <laughs> eyes, her hair. She's alive. She's like, just. She's like. She just consumed like several gallons of Mountain Dew. She just had yeah. that like sort of like early nineties vibe to her. You know, she, and like, she and this guy actually really liked her, which was kind of. He was a good looking guy. He was annoying. Yeah, he like, was dorky. Douchey, dorky. Canadian, you know. But he like. He was fine. He never bothered me, actually. And he really liked her, which was, like, also paused, like, tear-induced laughter because, like, there could not be a more mismatched couple. <laughs> I mean, she never paid him. Like, he took her to dinner. And, I mean, that was really funny TV. Yeah. And, like, watching him try to get in her good graces and, like, make out with her. And she turned away from him. Which, by the way, she should have. I mean, I don't she know her. Like, it's like, that's her thing. Yeah. Well, I, 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 mean, I worry that maybe his signals were not showing up. Also, he's what? her boss. His signals were strong. He asked her out. Oh, that's true. She was like being very cold. Do you know that Baker is like first cousins, I think, with Thomas Ravenel from Southern Charm? Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Crossover moment. Yeah. I'm trying to think of something that rhymes so I can do my Baker impression. I wish I had like, I wish I'd taken notes. (laughs) Well, uh, well, Ravenel. That's good. (laughs) She'd be like, good morning, morning. Like, she's just so annoying. But Uh, she's funny. Like, she's likable. She's just very annoying. Yeah. 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 No, I think it just, Blow Deck just always works. I mean, think about, like, the best Housewives or Vanderpump Rules scenes. It's when the whole cast gets crammed together. Like, all the vacations. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so here they're just on permanent vacation. What about Captain Lee's nice wife? Oh, she was nice. She looked young, I thought, actually. I was surprised they've been married for, like, 45 years. Yeah. I mean, young for I do find it funny that, like, all the women, like, the cougars try to fuck the captain. Oh, yeah. And he's, like... And he has, I think he obviously loves the attention, but he has to like play into it, but then extricate himself. Yeah. And then what about the, um, what about the, the scene where the woman tried to get with Jen? What was that? Oh, well that, that caused a controversy because this, there was a a guest on the boat who, uh, was horny and Mm -hmm. she was into this girl. She was in a couple though, right? Yeah. She's like a swinger. And so she kept on making moves on Jen and she puts her hand on Jen's ass. And so Jen like comes into the galley and tells Kate like, like, Oh my God. Like, like that woman's putting her ass on, like putting her hand on my ass. Like, Oh my God. Like this is crazy. I don't want to be out there. Yeah. And then Kate was like, um, well Jen, I hate to break it to you, but you're sort of sending mixed signals. Like you, you, you just, like the woman comes in and I like saw- Kate's and Jen like puts her hand on the woman's like waist or whatever and Kate's like well listen you're it sending wasn't even sing- that bad it was like she said you're sending mixed signals like you reached over there was something that happened where it was like you let her into the thing you should have blocked her I don't know there was I remember it that. was something like, like, but it was something that like the woman came in to ask Jen for something and when Jen responded she Jen put her hand on, on this her woman's arm, wa- I think, no, wait, waist the waist oh, okay and Kate's like listen Jen just so you know you're sending mixed signals so if you don't want her to be coming like don't put your hand on her waist and Jen was like I was trying to 
push her away or whatever. So that became actually controversial because people were like, this is workplace this is sexual harassment. Yeah. And like, and it really and was. The, and the mm-hmm. boss should not be telling the worker like, oh, you need like, you know, you're sending mixed signals. Not to mention then she, I felt bad for Jenna's like a tiny little, I mean, she's like, it's all nothing, whatever. And she was in the room changing the sheets or something. And this woman came in and like closed the door and flashed her, like took yeah. her bra off. And Jen was like, I really don't want to be here right now. I mean, that's like terrible. Whoa. Yeah. 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 Who are these people that like want to go on vacation and on a below deck and have it filmed? Well, I think that. Do you think they, they get, get a get discount? They get, no, it's not for free, but they get a big discount. Oh, I think okay. It was free. Yeah, it's not but free. But the tip they pay out of their pocket? I think so. I think, I mean, they, yeah. Those tips. Would you even get like? I would not even want to travel with that much cash. They have like twenty grand in cash. I wouldn't even like, think, they pay a twenty grand tip at the end. I wouldn't even for think everyone. to pay a tip. Uh, like but if I go everyone to shares, yeah. So grand. it's like most people get like thirteen to fifteen hundred per person okay. for like yeah. three days. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like uh, before good. watching Blow Deck, I didn't know you had to tip a yacht. Like I'm mean, not that I well yachted. Why would you know that? Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I didn't know that was like etiquette. You went clear you... on yacht etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> They call it yacht. I just sort of thought you would show <laughs> up. You've already paid for the yacht and like like leave some money on well, the I counter. I tipped on for... my Carnival cruise that I went on with John Mayer. He was the headliner. Whoa, La- Laura, you know that I, I didn't went... know that he you was went also on the this captain. Cruise. You didn't know that I was on the John Mayer cruise, the Mayorcraft carrier. No, <gasps> no, but I went on the John Mayer's cruise. Why did I bring that up? Oh, because it was a Carnival <laughs> cruise, and uh, and it was him and like I befriended every member of Lifehouse. Wow. I don't really like to brag about my celebrity connections, but <laughs> yeah, is a good one. They're not bad. They're such nice guys, but it was like one of those things where I didn't, I knew one song before the cruise. And then after I was like talking to people, I was like, they're really great live performers. <laughs> 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 I was like, you guys, people don't give life house a chance. What like, are their songs? Great. Are they a Christian band? Hang in on them. They are a Christian. Aren't okay. They? Uh, not explicitly Christian, <laughs> which by the way, there's a station here. 100.3. Uh, it used to be a classic rock station and it just changed to Christian rock last week. I know oh. because by the way, I was listening to ago. it for like 25 minutes, which is fine and no judgments if you like it, but the songs are basically like cover songs of famous songs except about the Lord. And I was like, wow, this is like a beautiful love song. It's like, he gives me guidance and strength. I was like, I want to meet him. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. who is that? I love that I like, you're oh getting God. tricked into loving all this Christian music. I got tricked into 100.3. Not that I judge people who listen to Christian music, but obviously no, I would not. never yes. listen to Christian rock, much like Elaine on Seinfeld. So I feel like that's okay to say, right? I don't want to yeah, like It's just rock a genre that doesn't anyone. speak to you. But yeah, I, I listen to Literally it forever. Doesn't. And it really, like, the music sounds, it's like very well produced. Contemporary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wow. Uh, in the meantime, it's my new favorite station, so I'm Christian now. But also, um, <laughs> this is brought to you by 100.3 and Cheech's Pizza and Lifehouse. No, there are other songs. They're great live. <clears throat> Here we go. You'll know the song. Here I go. <laughs> oh, I know this one. <laughs> Tell me if you know it. I know it already. I'm already annoyed. Because it's you and me and all of the people. I know that. That's a beautiful song. That's a good I, song. I actually, I actually really dislike that song. What? Yeah. I dislike it. I love the other song. I dislike I that one. I actually don't like the other song. What's the other, the song, other song I think is great. Hanging by a moment. It's like, that's you. like real Christian rock. Whoa, I but did not know that this Christian rock band was responsible for those but two they're songs. Not really you know, Christian Jars rock. of Clay is also Christian rock. Yeah. That means nothing to me. Will you sing a jar, that Jars of Clay song? It's like, uh, that, jars of, that jar of, Jars of Clay song, it's... it's um, it's one of those things I can hear it in my head, but if I feel Is like it we're like just... scooping out this clay from the jar. <laughs> no, it's like 
I feel like, I, I, feel like I want to start hit. singing it, but I'm going to sing Eagle Eye Cherry Is instead. it scooping out this clay? Because that is... <laughs> the Jarvis of Clay song was... Killer single. I have it on like the tip of my Yeah, brain. me too. Charles of Clay. It's, it's so like, it's like. Scooping out like this clay. It's like, I, I can hear the guitar riff in it. Scooping out I mean, this clay. Scooping out this It's a song about themselves. <laughs> Where it's Wait, like. A, no, no, it's this one. <laughs> it's the one. No, no, no. It's not scooping out this. <laughs> Oh, cool. Which one is it? <laughs> I, I, it's I like, <laughs> so dumb. It goes. Um, oh, I'm gonna ruin it. I already know it. You're gonna ruin the jars of clay song. <laughs> I'm like, really, like, I'm not gonna sing Scoop it, it out the I'm clay. Like, I'm not gonna sing it. I'm not gonna sing it. Okay, go. What is it? Uh, the song is called, their famous song is called Flood. But I don't remember how it goes. I don't either. I, you don't remember how Flood goes? <laughs> it, goes uh, it goes, oh whoosh. my God, this flood. Please save my it's a total change thanks to the pizza. <laughs> I hear that pizza really kicked in because I'm feeling crazy. Oh my god, I like fully She is. It's true. The thing is, the name Jars of Clay is so stupid. Like, it never occurred to me. I think it's like artsy, kind of. Yeah, it's like Christian rock artsy. Ugh, yeah, it's like Jars of Clay. Am I all leaking down here now? No. no. Shock. No, I don't think so. My eye makeup for those listening. My hands are covered in yeah, black Michelle's... tar from my jar of clay. <laughs> jar of clay. Have you ever laughed that hard on this podcast before? I don't even know. Where that jars like... of clay comedy. I'm like out of it. I'm like totally out of it. <laughs> oh no, the flood. <laughs> Gotta hold on to my jar of clay. <laughs> Someone grab it. Grab it fast. <laughs> <laughs> that's the bridge that's the bridge he's gonna grab it fast maybe some other Jar of Clay songs okay the, the other song take me through their discography okay they also have um, a song called um, Love Song for a Savior oh that's, you know who that's about <laughs> the, the guy who grabbed the Jar of Clay from the flood uh, yeah thank you oh they have, they have a song called Fra- the song. they have a song called Frail Oh, oh shit, girl. <laughs> you look frail. <laughs> Let me feed you a spoonful <laughs> from you nowhere. <laughs> Manjay, oh, see. <laughs> Did you call them Jock for short? <laughs> I thought I heard you be like, oh, Jock. Like the jock. I like that it starts in sort of spoken word and then it like goes into like an R&B, you know, like. Oh my God, I'm exhausted. We should call this a day. I mean, poor wow. Nick, he's like already packed up. Well, oh my God. Wait, so let me say her name again. Laura Schoenhals. I'll take it. That was good. That was the German way. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful neck. Uh, Laura with a beautiful neck. Please tell um, America, a.k.a. my listening audience, oh my where to find you. You can find me across all social media platforms as Lars Marie. 
And you can follow Sex Unique Podcast. You can find that on iTunes and wherever podcasts are listened to. And it's very good. It's a play on Sir, obviously. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. sup? Mm-hmm. Just so people know. So, yeah. Yeah. congrats. Thank yeah. you. And uh, Ben. Yeah. Um, ben Mandelker, which I also say your name wrong. You could say it, it's actually acceptable to say it as Mandelker or Mandelker. It depends on who you talk to in the family. For years, I thought your last name, because I had you on my phone, I think still to this day is Ben Delker. Because that's, I, I often. <laughs> Like, because I com- if you combine my first and last name, I, it becomes Bendelker, and that was a nickname that yes, was given to Bendelker. me back when I was in middle school, and it sort of stuck with me. People but then call me Bendelker. I've known you now for like 13, 14 years, yeah. and I'm oh, still wow. like Delker. Like I still is know it Ben me. Delker? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been called much worse. Um, uh, but you can find I'm you can find me uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at B side blog, B S I D E B L O G. And then, um, he spelled his Lara big mistake. I, I'm going to, we'll come back. Yeah. Um, because I have a blog called B side blog, but I don't really post on it anymore. Um, but uh, my pod things that you actually, I'm, I'm about to, uh, excuse me. I'm about to plug, plug <laughs> jars of clay at GSA. No, um, wait, can I make a request? Yes. Can you do a Ramona observation <laughs> of jars of clay? <laughs> Ramona singer. <laughs> yeah. Ramona Whoa, Singer. This is crazy. This jar is made of clay. I've never seen a jar made of clay. I've seen jars made of stone, okay? And that one over there is a jar made of glass, but this is a jar made of clay. I wonder what they made out of clay. It doesn't seem to make sense. <laughs> I feel like this is not a good jar. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I prefer a glass jar. Can I have this in a glass jar, please? <laughs> I don't want this clay jar. It's just going to break. Look, it's broken already. Luann, <laughs> it's a broken jar of clay. That was very good. That was great. <laughs> Honestly. Thank you. You are like the rich little of Housewives (laughs) characters. That was unbelievable. Well, if you want to hear more impersonations like that, go subscribe and listen to Watch Our Crap Ins, available on iTunes and Google Play and pretty much anywhere you can listen to a uh, podcast. And And see them live also. Oh, yeah. Check out their website and check them out live. We We have to wrap this up. We have a Houston show. This is so far the longest plug. I mean, this plug already. I have an impersonation in the middle of it. It's a three-hour long plug. Wait, I have – wait. We have a show in Houston, so uh, that's on March 9th. If you want to go to that show, tickets, just go watch com. Sorry, it's over. Okay, that was a nice plug. Laura, do you want to add anything? I would just like to spell my Twitter. <laughs> I, I will allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E. See, Laura actually should have spelled hers from the beginning. Well, I just when he spelled his, I was like, I was like, oh my God, people might think it's L-A-R-S. Yeah. And there could be some confusion. And like I just Lars want... Ulrich Marie. Yeah. 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 By the yeah. way, my hands, I'm just going to end the podcast by saying this. <laughs> I I haven't looked in a mirror since we started. My hands are covered in eye makeup and I'm in so... clay from all yeah. the pottery you've been making. That's exactly right. Yeah. That was a real, it's really beautiful. Guys, we're going to go. We're going to crank up 100.3. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for my guests, you know, to my guests for coming here. And, um, Love you all and miss yeah. you very dearly. So we'll talk later. Thanks Bye. for having us. Thanks. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear the show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things. Mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.